Hey, Graphic Audio fans. This is Production Manager Dwayne Demon here with this week's Pick of the Week. This week's pick is Templar Chronicles number 5, Judgment Day, by Joseph Nassis. For you fans who have followed the Templar Chronicles saga, you would know that our protagonist, Cade Williams, has gone through hell and back, both literally and figuratively. Williams was once the lead commander of the ancient Templar Order, who has been resurrected by the Vatican to fight the supernatural. Some years back, when Williams was on the Boston SWAT team, had an encounter with a supernatural entity known as the Adversary, who left Williams' wife dead and Cade hanging on by a thread. Williams recovers from this attack, but discovers that he now has supernatural powers of his own. In the next couple of years, we see Cade lead the Templar's Echo team to stop supernatural bad guys, while at the same time, track down the adversary to get revenge for his wife. Turns out that his wife is not dead after all, but rather suspended between the land of the living and the land of the dead. Williams puts his career on the line to stop the adversary and rescue his wife. Williams does rescue his wife and banishes the adversary into the infernal realms, but the victory does come at a cost, as the Echo Team and the Templar Order itself has lost many and it will take some years to recover. Williams leaves the Order now that he has recovered his wife, but there is more that Cade Williams needs to do, which is where this book picks up at. Simon Logan, former leader of the Council of Nine and the man known as the Necromancer, escapes the Templar's custody and has unlocked the realm that is holding the adversary. The adversary hits whims where it hurts the most, by occupying the body of his wife. The adversary escapes when the newly reformed Echo team shows up at a ritual performed by the Necromancer. Because of the adversary taking up residence in his wife's body, Cade Williams becomes guilty by association and is now being hunted by the Echo team. This forces Williams to track down the adversary, not only to clear his name, but to also rescue his wife and stop him once and for all. Also, a mysterious figure shows up to give Williams some answers to when he first came in contact with the adversary. Will Williams be able to process what he has learned about that meeting and stop the adversary once and for all and save his wife? You're gonna have to get the book to find out. Joseph Nassis has done another bang-up job with the newest release in the Templar Chronicles saga. This adventure was turned over to the fantastic team of director Scott McCormick and sound designer Justin Wirtz. We get an always brilliant narration read from Terrence Asaford and great acting from the Graphic Audio Bullpen, led by David Coyne, Thomas Penny, Christopher Walker, Bradley Smith, Ken Jackson, and Alyssa Wilman. If science fiction is your bag, or you just love a great action-adventure title, this book will give you all that you need and then some. Let's listen to a clip of Graphic Audio's production of Templar Chronicles number 5, Judgment Day. Cade crouched amidst the brush at the edge of the train tracks, watching as the Templars moved down the tracks toward the bridge. Riley was already there, standing in the middle of the span, with the gun in his hands, pointing at a second figure standing on the railing, as if ready to jump off into the waters far below. Something about that second figure was immediately comforting to him, like the sight of home after a long absence, but he couldn't quite put his finger on why. The figure was smaller than Riley, that was easy to see, but he couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman from this far away, never mind who it might be. He was going to have to get closer if he wanted to understand what was going on. 
Cade stood, hoping to get a better view of the heads of the men in front of him. A gust of breeze chose that moment to cross the bridge, and in doing so, it swept a long lock of hair out from behind the figure's head. A lock of auburn-colored hair. The shock of recognition was like a lightning bolt through his brain, and Cade was already rushing forward even as the woman reached up to corral her wayward hair and push it back behind her ear with a motion that was intimately familiar to Cade. The woman on the bridge was his wife, Gabrielle. Cade's footfalls alerted the soldiers ahead of him, and they spun about, the muzzles of their weapons pointing in his direction as they prepared to fire on the unexpected intruder. Hold! Cade forced his way through the ranks of the Templars until he reached his former squad mate. The hell are you doing here? Riley grabbed Cade's arm and pulled him to a halt. Cade didn't even look at him. His attention was entirely focused on Gabrielle. Don't you recognize her? That's my wife. No, it's not. But Cade wasn't listening. He shook himself free of Riley's grip and took two steps forward, putting him at the vanguard of the Templar formation and only a few yards away from the woman he'd been raising hell trying to find. Gabrielle, can you hear me? She turned and looked down at him from her perch on the railing. At first, there was nothing in her eyes, no recognition, no feeling, and he thought she was gone for good. But then her vision seemed to clear, and he knew that she could see him, that she knew who he was. Her next words confirmed it. Kate? I'm here, Gabby. Don't worry. We're going to help you. He didn't know how she'd managed to free herself from the adversary, or what on earth she was doing standing on a bridge in the middle of the Connecticut woods, but it didn't matter. All that mattered was that she was here and that she recognized him. It proved she was still Gabrielle Williams. After all she'd suffered through, she was still the woman he'd fallen in love with so many years before. He glanced over at Riley and was surprised to see that his friend was still standing with his weapon at the ready and watching Gabrielle like a hawk. Hey, hey, take it easy. It's okay. She's not a threat to anyone. It's okay. You can lower your weapons. I've got this. But Cade couldn't have been more wrong. Gabrielle was staring at the men gathered on the bridge in front of her, as if noticing them for the first time. As Cade looked on, a startling transformation swept over her face. Her gaze lost its softness, growing hard and focused in a matter of seconds. The gentle smoothness of her features disappeared, replaced with harsh lines and angles as they took on a more predatory appearance. Even the color fled from her eyes, leaving nothing but silvery orbs. In seconds, the woman Cade knew was replaced by a total stranger who stared at him as if he were utterly beneath her contempt. Help me. What makes you think I need your help? Cade knew that voice. He'd first heard it in his own kitchen on a hot summer night, when an inhuman killer had come to call, and it had haunted his dreams every night since. It might be speaking through his wife's lips, but it did not belong to his wife. It was the voice of the adversary. And in the next moment, it attacked. What Cade had taken to be a long leather coat was suddenly revealed to be a pair of enormous bat-like wings. As they sprang open, the adversary launched itself into the air directly at the Templars. Riley threw himself at Cade, knocking him to the ground ahead of him as the demon swept overhead, raking the air where their heads had been seconds before with fingers that morphed into claws even as it struck. No, no, no! Cade pushed himself up on his hands, his head swiveling to take in the scene behind him in the wake of the adversary's passing, knowing already what he would see, but desperately wishing he was wrong. 
He opened his mouth to shout, to order the men behind him to hold their fire, but his cry was drowned out by the roar of more than a dozen submachine guns going off nearly simultaneously as the Templars opened fire. Kate could only watch in horror as the adversary seemed to dance and shake in mid-air as two squads of Templar knights hit it with concentrated firepower at the same time. The creature was blown off course by the simultaneous impact of so many projectiles and disappeared over the side of the bridge. The former Echo Team commander lurched to his feet and raced to the railing. Gabriel! He searched the water for any sign of her. Beside him, the Templar soldiers were doing the same, but for a very different reason. It was too dark to see much, and the sound of the water rushing past a hundred feet below covered any sounds their quarry might have been making. Anyone see it? Where did it go? Riley stepped up beside him and put a hand on his shoulder. You all right? You son of a bitch! You knew! The adversary exploded upward from the river below, moving so quickly that those lining the railing barely had time to focus before it was upon them. It had no weapon other than its claws, but they were all it needed as it lashed out at the closest individuals as it rushed past, laying the throats of two men open to the bone. It headed for the nearby trees in an attempt to put something between it and the Templars on the bridge. Cade's gaze followed the creature as it raced for safety and found himself mentally cheering it on, knowing it was the only way Gabrielle was going to survive. Out of the corner of his eye, he saw Riley bring his weapon up, preparing to fire, and that was more than he could take. Kate flung himself at his former comrade in arms, knocking the barrel of his weapon downward just as he went to open fire. What the hell are you doing? Riley wrenched his weapon free of Cade's grip and hurriedly tried to line up another shot. Cade went nuts. He knocked Riley's gun aside a second time with one hand while punching him in the face with the other. The blow caught Riley completely by surprise, and his head rocked backwards. Kate swept Riley's legs out from under him and rode him down to the ground. He began pummeling him with both hands in a fit of white-hot rage. Riley was the bigger of the two men, but the intensity of Cade's attack had caught him by surprise, and Cade had the upper hand as he kept Riley pinned to the ground. It might have gone on that way for several minutes if some of the other Templars hadn't seen Riley's plight and rushed to his side. Three men tried to drag Cade off the Echo Team commander, but all they managed to do was earn several blows of their own as Cade successfully fought them off. Those few moments of respite were all Riley needed, however. When Cade raised his fists, Riley jabbed him in the side with the taser he'd managed to pull off his belt. Sorry, boss. If you enjoyed listening to the clip of Templar Chronicles number 5, Judgment Day, you can purchase the title right here on our website, www.graphicaudio.net. The book can be purchased in all available download formats, MP3, M4B, and FLAT. You can also grab it in audio CD format, and you can listen to your downloads anytime, anywhere with our free Graphic Audio Access app, available for Apple and Android devices. Be back next week as I'll have another pick of the week for you. Until then, peace.